You are Locked On Sooners, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma Sooners. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Sooners Nation, and welcome to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Sooners podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. For amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need, go to rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. Thank you for joining me. My name is John Williams. You can follow me on Twitter at John9Williams. You can read my work covering the Oklahoma Sooners over at the Sooners Wire at USA Today. And you can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Sooners, and you can follow the show on Facebook, Locked On Sooners Podcast. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We're available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and the Odyssey app. And coming up on today's show, we've got our defensive back preview, starting with the cornerbacks. It's going to be a really good season for this defensive backfield, especially at the cornerback position. We're going to focus on the cornerback position today. We'll get into the safeties at another time. But this is a really interesting group of players and I'm really excited for what they're going to bring in 2021. Now, let's look back in, at 2020. You had a guy like Woody Washington break onto the scene. He's a guy that didn't really get many snaps early in the season. In the first three games of the year, he saw just 25 snaps, according to Pro Football Focus. It wasn't until the Texas game that he really experienced his breakout when he saw 59 snaps. Uh, Sam Ellinger targeted him nine times in the passing game. He only allowed three receptions. Of course, he had the big interception at the end of the game to close out the Red River shootout. And it's kind of started there, and then it carried out through the rest of the season. He is one of just two players in the Power Five that logged more than 278 coverage snaps and didn't allow a touchdown. Only two players. Deshaun Jameson over at Texas and Woody Washington at Oklahoma. If that didn't tell you that the type of player and type of performance that Woody Washington had, uh, I mean, it was fantastic. You know, he finished fifth in the nation in NFL passer rating allowed. Woody, that was the Woody Washington show last year. Um, he is just a player that burst onto the scene and is expected to take his game to another level. He's expected to start at one of the outside cornerback spots. He's one of those players that I'm really excited to watch this season because I want to see if he can take his development to another level. I mean, if he, you know, he was not expected to be a primary role player last year. He kind of earned his way into that, especially into that starting spot. But to not allow a single touchdown on 284 coverage snaps, that's pretty impressive. You know, he was emerging last year and now has a chance to take that game to another level. And we can be talking about Woody Washington at the end of the 2021 season as Oklahoma's lockdown corner. And when was the last time that we had a cornerback that we could say was that good? Now, those are lofty expectations, but he showed us enough in 2021 that we should be able to have those expectations for him. He's that talented. And he's that good of a player. He's somebody that obviously knows how to play the ball in the air. He knows how to cover because he's not allowing a lot of open receivers. And they tried to pick on him in the Texas game. I mean, that was one of his, the the most snaps that he ever gotten to that point. And still just a red shirt freshman last year. And they tried to pick on him, but to no avail, he stood tall throughout the game. He only allowed Sam Ellinger a passer rating of like 6.5. 
you'd be better off just not throwing the ball than trying to target Woody Washington, apparently, last year, because it was tough sledding if you're going to try and target Woody Washington. And I think you know that that sets the stage for what happens on the, at the other cor- outside cornerback spot where you've got a little bit of a, a positional battle happening between DJ Graham and Jaden Davis. Now, Jaden Davis is the more experienced player coming into the season. And you, know, you look at unofficial depth charts and things like that. And up until recently, Jaden Davis had been the guy that had been slotted in there opposite of Woody Washington to play at that other cornerback spot. But recently, uh, DJ Graham has taken over and, and you see and you hear a lot of good things about DJ Graham. I mean, he had a fantastic season last year as well in limited opportunities. He didn't get the snap counts that Woody Washington got, but when he was on the field, he was making plays in the passing game. He's providing really good coverage and making it really difficult for opposing quarterback quarterbacks to throw against him. And so there's an expectation that he will emerge as a starter at the other quarterback spot. And we know that Alex Grinch is going to use a rotation and so you'll see some Jaden Davis. You'll see some DJ Graham opposite of Woody Washington. You might even see some guys, you know, like uh, uh, Justin Harrington playing for Woody Washington at times. He likes to keep these guys fresh because the fresher they are, the better they play. That's just the reality. You start getting worn down, especially in college when you might see an offense that is going to play, you know, run 70 plays. You, you might need a breather here and there. And that's okay. That's just the reality of, of the up-tempo nature of college football anymore. But right now, you know, with with DJ Graham and Jaden Davis battling it out, you know, competition is going to continue to breed success. The more competition that you can throw at a spot, it's going to raise the game for everybody on the field. And so whoever emerges between DJ Graham and Jaden Davis, I'm sure we'll get an official depth chart at some point, you know, closer to the season. It's going to be a guy that earned that spot. It's not going to be something that was handed to him. Now, Woody Washington, on the other hand, he earned his spot last year and should be the presumed starter. but had to go in and earn it again. But, you know, ta- you know, speaking with the media on Wednesday, Woody Washington, what Woody Washington was asked about what DJ Graham had to say. Graham was saying that he looks up to Woody Washington. And, and at this point, Washington just says, you know, I'm trying to be the example. I'm trying to set the example for the rest of the cornerback room. And that's leadership. It's not just talking, but it's trying to do everything the right way every time. And he, he understands that it's his responsibility as arguably the best cornerback on the team to set the tone for the rest of the cornerbacks. But there's a lot of really good depth and a lot of really interesting options for the Oklahoma Sooners. And we'll talk, continue to talk about it next here on Locked on Sooners. But I got to talk to you about Sweat Block. Sweat Block is the doctor-created, doctor-recommended antiperspirant that works for up to seven days per use. They offer a dry shirt guarantee. If Sweat Block doesn't help keep you dry, and you can get your money back. It's been featured and tested on the Rachel Ray Show by firefighters and been a bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years with over 13,000 reviews. Manufactured here in the USA, you can wear what you want to wear, get to keep your confidence, and this is a must-have for everyone's toiletry bag, whether it's for a big presentation or a hot date, everyone can benefit. Sweat Block is a stronger, more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. You simply apply it the night before, Go to bed. The next morning, you wake up, wash, and go about your day without worrying about sweat. If you or someone you love is dealing with excessive sweating, you have to check out Sweatblock. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code Locked On or at Amazon and CVS. And now let's continue talking about the cornerback depth chart heading into the 2021 season. We talked about Woody Washington and DJ Graham, a little bit about Jaden Davis 
in the last segment. Uh, one thing Woody Washington mentioned in his media availability on Wednesday was that not only is he trying to set the tone for the cornerback group, but Jaden Davis is as well. Jaden Davis is a guy as a junior. He's one of the more experienced players on the team, but you know, Washington mentioned that he just does all, you know, runs all his techniques, runs all his drills the right way. And that's kind of what you want to see from your veteran leadership. Now, again, we don't know if it's going to be DJ Graham or Jaden Davis starting at cornerback. And it might be a guy, I think one of those things where it's, you know, week to week, depending on the matchup, one guy might be better suited to start against, um, you know, Texas and the other guy might be better suited to start against Texas tech. Who knows? Uh, you know, a lot of this is going to be rotational, uh, but let's talk a little bit about some of the other positions, you know, at nickel cornerback, Jeremiah Cradell right now leading the way the sophomore and there've been really good things said about him in camp. Uh, but also Billy Bowman, you know, is, is probably going to feature in there as the slot corner as well. The nickel cornerback as well. Those guys have been battling during camp and, and you've heard a lot of really good things about both players. They've been playing aggressive, showing good technique, getting after the football, getting after their wide receivers, you know, about Billy Bowman, you know, they've, they've said the, the stage hasn't been too big for him yet. I mean, he's a true freshman coming in and is expected to actually contribute in his first year on with the Sooners. It wouldn't be surprising to see a, a good rotation between Jeremiah Cradell and Billy Bowman in the slot, because again, Alex Grinch wants to use a rotation and he will. And so I think this is going to be one of those things that, we see both of these guys emerge. Both of these guys are going to make plays for the Oklahoma Sooners because they're playmakers. Alex Grinch doesn't bring in guys that aren't playmakers. Guys that these guys are going to attack the football, and I think that's the most interesting thing right now. And I'll, I want to I'll dig, dig deeper into it in the third segment. But Alex Grinch has, made, has remade this defense in his own image. He this is the defense that he wants. These are the philosophies. Let's talk about Justin Harrington, uh, defensive backs coach Roy Manning uh, said the other day, I think it was Tuesday or when or Monday, uh, that Justin Harrington he is a cornerback. Um, a lot of you know publications still have him as a safety at times, and um, yeah, he's going to be playing cornerback for the Oklahoma Sooners. He's been working specifically there, and. He's just a big, strong guy. I think what's going to be interesting for him is you get into that Iowa State game and you got a guy like Charlie Kohler who caused Oklahoma fits last year. And he's a guy that you could throw out there and say, all right, here's your responsibility. You go cover Charlie Kohler. It could be a situation where, you know, he's your nickel corner, but, or you're playing a lot more dime. And he's the guy that you throw out there that, to cover that tight end and be the tight end eraser because we saw how much trouble he caused the safeties and um, you know, some of the smaller cornerbacks last year, this guy's a six, two, he's like two twenty. He's going to be able to hold his own a little bit better against Kohler and some of the other big tight ends in the big 12. And so I think he's going to be a really, really interesting matchup piece for the Oklahoma Sooners in 2021, because he's got the size to do things that maybe a DJ Graham or a Deller and Turner yell or Pat Fields might not be able to, to, to do. I mean, those guys are, are solid guys and they're good players, but they just don't have the same size that Harrington's bringing to the table. Uh, and then Key Lawrence, you know, we got to mention him as well. He, you know, he's a guy that isn't really projected to play corner, but we could see him at corner this year. I mean, he's a guy that's going to be playing safety, but has some experience at cornerback. And so it wouldn't necessarily be a surprise to see him playing some cornerback. And then you have Latrell McCutcheon uh, coming in, another true freshman that 
could make a significant impact. Could also end up being redshirted. It, it would not be surprised to see him um, get some snaps early in the season, especially against uh, Western Carolina or Tulane. You could also see that him get some snaps against Nebraska. I think what they'll try to do is just see where they're at. Uh, they don't necessarily need him to, to play, but it'd be great to be able to get his feet wet and allow him to get some snaps and some meaningful games, uh, whether it's during the season, during the non-conference play or in Big 12 play. You know, Alex Grinch mentioned last week, he says, we don't bring these guys in to redshirt them. So the plan is to to play these guys if they are able to earn a spot. And the trauma McCutcheon, Billy Bowman, they're talented players and they're going to get opportunities if they're able to earn them. And there's no reason to think that they won't earn these opportunities. But coming up next, let's talk about the AP Top 25 poll where the Oklahoma's are slotted and how it makes sense. And then just want to talk briefly about what Alex Grinch's defense is starting to look like and why this is going to be the year that it becomes a top 10 defense in the country. But first, let me talk to you about Bet Online. Bet Online, it's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turned into football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including the half million dollar NFL Mega Contest and the $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. You put in $100, they're going to put in $100. So be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. You make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25. Bet online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right to horse racing, don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. That's betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for more than 20 years. Rock Auto prices are always reliably low for every customer, from the do-it-yourselfer to the professional mechanic. They have everything you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership when you can go to rockauto.com and save? A Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store. Over at rockauto.com, you can get it for $216. Save time, save money when using Rock Auto. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. And as we talk about the quarterback group, it's just becoming really evident that Alex Grinch has formed this defense based on his philosophy. He's got this defense right where he wants it. You know, all the guys that are playing in the defensive backfield are playmakers. The guys he have has up front are just relentless pass rushers and run players. Guys he has at the linebacker position, they're fast and they can get after the ball carrier. You heard, uh, you know, Deshaun White spoke to the media on Wednesday and he talked about the scrimmage a little bit. And he just said, kind of jokingly, just said, man, I feel bad for the ball carriers because they were just relentlessly attacking from the linebacker position. And if that, this is the Oklahoma Sooners defense that we've been waiting for. Like we have been waiting patiently for Oklahoma to put together a top 10 defense in the country. And 
it really feels like this is going to be the time. This is going to be the defense that really steps up and carries the, carries the show. I mean, for so long, it's been the offense winning despite the defense, but this year it's going to be the defense. that's going to be winning football games for the Oklahoma Sooners. Now they're still going to give up a lot of yards because teams are going to be playing in catch up mode, but I don't think they're going to be giving up as many points. Last year, they averaged 21 points per game through the first three games. They allowed 40 points per game or sorry, the first three games in non-con or in big 12 conference play, they allowed 40 points per game against Kansas state, Iowa state, and Texas. Now the Texas game and went to quadruple overtimes. That's a little bit uh, inflated, but still you take some of those overtime points away and that's still more than 35 points a game against those three teams. Over the final seven games of the season, the Sooners allowed just 17 points per game. That's a huge difference. Like you can't, you can't go from allowing 40 points per game to 17 points per game without several players emerging on your defense. We talked a lot about Ronnie Perkins and how his return really helped uh, take the defense's game to another level. But as we talked about Woody Washington in the first segment, he's part of that too. And the linebacker core getting more comfortable. It's part of that too. I mean, it took, it just took everybody a little bit of time to kind of ease into the 2020 season because of COVID and the way that, you know, fall camp and, and the meetings were done, you know, a lot of virtual meetings. It's just, it's just hard to play, to play and practice football virtually. I mean, I know I'm a, I'm a hands-on learner. I've got to be doing something in order to learn it more effectively. And so, I mean, it just took it, like I said, it just took time for everybody to kind of get into a groove. Spencer Rattler included. And so it's no surprise that it took the the defense a few games to really find their niche. Now, obviously the talent level that they were playing in the second half of the season versus that first three games was vastly different, but against Iowa state in the big 12 championship game, they only allowed 21 points. I mean, they were really, they were smothering defensively and it wasn't until late in that game. If I remember right, that Iowa state was able to get to the 21 points. I mean, when it was seemingly just kind of done. And then against Florida in the Cotton Bowl, they only allowed 20 points. And so this is a team that's going to be able to threaten for 15 points per game. That that wouldn't be surprising. Uh, but if they're able to allow just 20 points per game, they're going to win every single game. Like if, if they can hold, you know, Iowa State, Texas, Oklahoma State under 30, then they're going to win games. They're going to win a lot of games this year because this is the team. And this is the time that the Oklahoma Sooners defense is going to take over and actually be the reason that Oklahoma wins games, not the reason they hang on to games. Because for so long, it was, we just need the defense to make one stop, kind of like arena football, where they measure, they measure stops as a stat in arena football. That's how it was with Oklahoma. Like you're, you're counting punts, like we forced a punt. That's a victory. That's like, that's as good as a turnover for Oklahoma, but now it's like, okay, we're going after turnovers. Punts are great. They're fine. But we want the ball back on their half of the field, and we're going to get it back. And this is a, this is the defense, man. It, I'm so excited about this defense. I cannot wait to see them actually take the field and play. Those first three weeks are going to be a bloodbath for Tulane, Western Carolina, and Nebraska. Those guys are going to be fired up and ready to go. By the time they get to their non-conference schedule, I mean, it's safe to say that they could only allow 10 points per game in that first three weeks. I, I don't think that that's a stretch. It's going to be, it's going to be really hard, really tough for those teams to score on this defense. It's really fired up, really talented and really deep, but Oklahoma comes in at number two in the AP top 25 poll behind Alabama. Uh, they finished tied for second in first place votes with Clemson with six. And yeah, this Oklahoma Sooners team, I mean, getting all the accolades, all the hypes there, 
We're going to continue to hype them on the show because I'm just really excited about this team. And I mean, it's no surprise that Alabama takes the number one spot. They got Nick Saban, best college football coach, arguably in the history of the game. They've got a great developmental staff. They've got one of the top quarterbacks, young quarterbacks in college football was a very highly recruited player. And they're always able to retool and rebuild at the skill positions. Their defense is always going to be strong. Now, are they able to navigate the 2021 season without a blemish or two? We'll see. Obviously, that's why we play the games. But I don't mind Oklahoma being ranked second. I wouldn't even have minded if they were ranked third, Um, you know, because this is an Oklahoma Sooners team that's still yet to prove what they're capable of on the national scale. I mean, yeah, they have really good bowl game victories, but the college football playoff just hasn't gone their way yet. Of course, some of that's matchup. Some of that is coaching decisions. <clears throat> We're not going to talk about the squib kick. I'm thinking I just mentioned the squib kick. And they just, yeah, they just haven't been able to break through in the college football playoff. But potentially this is going to be the year that they actually do that. And I'm excited. I know you're excited. Sooners Nation is excited. We're all excited because this is the most complete team that Lincoln Riley's had and arguably the most complete team that the Sooners have had in more than a decade. I mean, you have to go back to the Sam Bradford years when they went to the BCS national championship and played Florida. Maybe that was kind of the the last most complete team that the Sooners had, but this is, this is a, this is it, man. This is the team that's going to, it's going to carry them, but we'll get into uh, predictions down the road, but that's going to do it for today's episode of the Lockdown Sooners podcast. Again, thank you so much for tuning into the show. I'll be back tomorrow. We'll talk more about where Oklahoma is heading in the 2021 college football season. Again, make sure you subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify, or the Odyssey app. Make sure to follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Sooners or on Facebook, Locked On Sooners podcast. And until tomorrow, I'm John Williams, Boomer Sooner.